Welcome to a nice episode of Nobody Special. On this episode, we talk about purity culture. The Gospel Post presents Nobody Special. Hey everyone, welcome to Nobody Special. Finally, two nobodies talking about the somebody who matters. I'm Danny, the host and purity specialist of Nobody Special. And I'm Caleb, we are the host of Nobody Special. This is the podcast where two generations of people talk about God, pop culture, politics, and everything in between, all while not taking any of it too seriously. Hello. Hey, welcome back, Danny. Welcome back. I had the last Welcome episode, back to me, too. So, take that. <laughs> welcome back to you. And you taped it in my condo, so welcome back. That's true. And uh yeah, we've it's we've been busy. Mhm. Amen. We yeah. Have. It's I don't yeah, we've been busy. It's, Shut it's up, y'all. Honestly, it's we the summer lines. camp. It's the summer camp season is what it is. And both me and Danny had summer camp on two different weeks. Therefore, we both missed an episode. Mm-hmm. And it was good, but we don't want to talk about that today. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of things that we could we could honestly talk about summer camp in three episodes. We have enough content for the next month. Yeah, of unpacking summer, and then something else is going to happen, and we'll just unpack that for a month. We will always, you know, for pop culture po- uh, uh, podcast, we and this is a guarantee. We will always be behind mm-hmm. uh, because we're never on time. Because taping these things on a Thursday is really bad. Because mm-hmm. most things happen on a Friday, and it's really dumb. Yeah. Sometimes things happen on a Thursday, and yes. it's really great. Yes, I mean, if it's if it's a good thing, I right. guess. <laughs> like when, when that explosion <laughs> happened on Thursday. Uh, it no. is true. So, so Caleb, I'm excited about our episode today. I have yes. to go back to a thing. Um, we're talking about purity culture today. Yes, we are. Uh, yeah, we're talking about purity culture, and. I, I I was concerned about this with I mean this episode's been planned for like two months, mm-hmm. um, and I was like, what are we gonna do for kind of a lead in to to the episode on purity culture? Lo and behold, Jesus Christ Himself smiled upon me and said, "I got you, homie. Have this gift." <laughs> that feels sacrilegious for some reason. <laughs> Have this gift of a perfect lead-in that I could not ask for anything better. Uh, Joshua Harris, yes, the the leader in purity culture. Actually, at one point, <laughs> no longer the leader in purity culture. Uh, he he's now offering a class to those that are interested in deconstructing their faith. Mm-hmm. What uh, the class is 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 there? He says it's not specific to uh, discredit Christianity, and then quotes people like Bart Ehrman and Richard Rohr, who are trying to openly uh, discredit Christianity. No, no, but, no, no. But this is different, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it's it's it it's for people that are interested in questioning their faith and uh, creating a new narrative by doing the, the thing that all the um, emergent church burnout people do of just asking really pointed what if questions. Mm-hmm. Well, but what if? Wow, that's honestly creepy and you should never do that again. You should scroll through that man's uh, Instagram. It, I'm spot on. He was actually... Joshua Harris was on, we talked about Mars Hill and on mm-hmm. the last episode. He was on mm-hmm. that one. He was on, yeah, the, which uh, was the rise and fall of Mars Hill. Yeah. Podcast. Which is a great yeah. podcast. You should listen yeah. to if you want to learn more about, mm-hmm. um, just things that churches right. should avoid. Right. Um, but, but, yeah, but this wow. class though, yeah. uh, I mean, someone that is excited about getting people to question, their the assumptions of their faith it was i mean okay it makes a lot of sense that he's just opening it up to people no 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 just kidding it's 275 dollars mm-hmm. uh so for me this is this is uh an opinion of daniel burton you're preying on the spiritually uh vulnerable just want to just go mm-hmm. ahead and point that one out you're charging them 275 dollars and after being called out on that by saying like hey why is it 275 dollars for it's a class of just asking a bunch of questions and getting them to write their own story or yeah. as as i call it not a real product um, yeah but and honestly <laughs> the weird thing about this too is that 
Who who actually needs a class to deconstruct it? I do that on my own. What <laughs> if? What if? Which, by the way, is out on Disney Plus. I didn't know. It's, yeah. He's probably trying to get on the SEO of that. He probably just, is. You know, like, but what if Christianity? What Captain if America? What if Jesus wasn't the superhero? <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's it's weird because right. like because faith is is naturally just mm-hmm. going to you have to have faith right and right. and that's something where sure. you're going against the the l- stream of logic and right. sometimes um right. but like it's just funny that he thinks that people need a class for this because well it it guides them through changing their narrative right 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 what caleb what if though like what caleb if caleb, i hear you say that one more time <laughs> What if though? You know, um, so, mm-hmm. so so people called him out on, on on that and say like this just feels like you're preying on the spiritually weak mm-hmm. uh, because these are people that clearly have questions and they need a guidance and answers and you're just trying to steer them away from Christianity and yes, I mean that's a big that's a huge question and he said well, well I think creatives they need to be paid for what they do. Wait, what? Well, yeah, but that's that wasn't the heart of the question. I will say. That was Wait, a how com- is that related at all? That it was- is a component. Well, people ask like, "Why are you charging?" Oh, and then said like, "You're praying on the spiritually." You know, this is this, and he said, "Well, I feel creatives need to be paid for the thing they do, and it's a product that I actually think has worth." Yeah, which is true. That's what's funny about this is even like the whole thing with right. Rhett and Link that happened. But we're like, never gonna agree on this. But like, it you're wasn't never gonna the question, side with each that other. Wasn't the that wasn't it was like. If the question was a hundred percent, he answered the ten percent. Mm-hmm. When the main objection, it was like you're preying on the spiritually vulnerable right now, for sure. Right. So, he is. but but Caleb, what if it were free? <gasps> That's well, what you were leading well, up to this entire time. Well, good news. No, this is just off the cuff. Good news. Uh, he he is also out of penance for his book "I Kissed Dating Goodbye," which I'm super interested in talking about. Yeah, this because, is hilarious. Um, uh, uh, to to people that that have felt they have been um, injured or caused harm mm-hmm. by purity culture in specific, uh, a, a, a specific his book I Kiss Dating Goodbye, he's offering the class for free if a person puts in the coupon code gift. I'll say that again. If a person puts in the coupon code gift, G I F to get a pen, G I. FT, this $275 class becomes free. Who wouldn't do that? Again, That's GIFT. Pretty, it's pretty funny. Bringing it down to zero. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, Christian, uh, Christian church leaders.com. They, they, I mentioned that the course comes with a deconstruction starter pack. And I imagine that's just kind of, you go in the backpack and pick the four most heretical Pokemon that you have. And, um, and which honestly that joke was off the cuff, but now that I look at this, this is exactly what he did. Nadia Bowles, Weber, Rachel Held Evans, Rob Bell, Richard Roar, Bart Ehrman, John Steingard, Sheila Gregory and Derek Webb, among many others. Um, that's we pretty... could devote a minimum of one episode, maybe two, to every single person in that list. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. I mean... Especially Rob Bell. Oh, Richard is so... Richard Bart Roar. Ehrman. I don't know R- Richard Roar. You do? You just don't know that you do? Yeah. Uh, so so if, a of- if a person's ever claimed it's it's like, well, well, no, Jesus is all of us, you know, like Buddha is Jesus. I'm Jesus. They, that's Richard yeah. Rohr's universalist bullcrap. Um, yeah. Did he create Coexist? No, well, who knows? That bumper oh. sticker's dumb. Yep. Um, Bart Ehrman is a teacher at UNC that has the express purpose of getting people to distrust the Bible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the others, um, some of them I'm being too harsh on, but whatever, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. So, uh, yeah, everyone, say it with me. Sheesh. What? This sucks. This course sucks. 
Sheesh. Sheesh. This, I cannot believe you just sheeshed us. This course sucks. You can tell Danny just went to a camp. I wouldn't pay $275 for it. I'd be tempted to pay $0 for it by putting in promo I mean, code but GIFT, G-I-F-T. My point still stands in what Christian would think that this course was good. Hmm? No one. No, yeah. no, no the, Christian. The would. only people who are going to take this course are people who are in the process of, of deconstructing their faith. their faith anyway. Exactly. So all, all he's doing, for someone who complained about the kind of you know publishing process and profiting off of this and 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 all this is like dude you've become the very thing that you hate like <laughs> you're you're profiting off it because creatives deserve a paycheck for something they believe is valuable but is he profiting unless off you've been hurt to which it's promo code gift exactly. g-i-f-t He's going to make a total of $275 from this. From his mom. Yeah. <laughs> from his mom. I use honey. This isn't an ad, but I would definitely take your money if you wanted to, honey. Um, and I mean that in the most Southern way possible. <laughs> I'll honey. take your money, honey. Um, I use that and other services. Mm-hmm. I check for coupon codes. I have saved so yes. much money on coupon codes. It is the closest I'll get to that coupon person in the grocery store, yep. except now I do it digitally. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wouldn't even know I'm putting in the code. Do you know what I mean? Right. So I'm curious if this is on Honey or not, because people that have it, it's just like, hey, I found you a code that saves you 100% of the cost. Do you want to apply it? <laughs> Yes, yeah. uh, yes, 100% I do. $275 yes. to be asked a few questions about purity culture? No, thanks. It's honestly just not smart. He should have lowered it to like 50 or something. I am so tempted to personally go through this course. I, I have been negatively affected by purity culture mm-hmm. because when I was um, post-college, uh, there was... I hope she doesn't listen to this podcast because we're going for it anyway. There's a girl I really had a crush on who asked if she could borrow a copy of uh, I Kissed Dating Goodbye. Now, I had a copy, and the correct answer, it should have been no. (laughs) Um, But to impress her, I wanted to show her I had Christian books Mm -hmm. because that was important to her. So I said, sure, you can borrow mine. And then I went, huh, that's a really bold strategy to hand her a book about not dating people. Yep. Anyway, she's married now. Um, that sounded way more bitter than I meant it she to. She oh didn't gosh. kiss she, dating goodbye. She, yeah. Who's the hypocrite? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I hope she doesn't listen to this. No, I'm actually super happy for him. There, he, He's a great guy. Um, her husband is a great guy. I Can I get a surgeon to remove my foot from... It's not even my mouth. It's like my Yeah, you're throat. struggling right now. I know. Because I'm worried she's going to like turn this on like, he, he, he gave me that book. And I can tell you with 100% certainty, if I let you borrow that book, I absolutely had a crush on you. And it was a really bad strategy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have only let two or three people borrow it. Yeah. Both I've of, never read it. All married I don't now. know. I don't know what um, the contents of the book is. Is it actually so, talking about not dating? Well, okay. So here's here's, and this is a great transition because the mm-hmm. uh, uh, this is the cornerstone of like purity culture. Is this book? This is the yeah. the Bible of purity culture. As in, wow. um, if you date, you're you're going to hell. I'm being very. That's not exactly what it says, but. Um, you know, people, our culture dates poor, so we shouldn't date. Instead, mm-hmm. in it was part of the uh, courting people for marriage. Yeah. Which, like, no, I don't date, I court. Now, as a kid in high school, I thought to myself, that's bullcrap. Like, <laughs> like, you can call it whatever you want. Mm-hmm. You're, you, no, I court. So you were courting her at putt-putt last night. Like, I mean, like, it doesn't... It it makes it creepier and a bit more Amish than I intended. You I know, know like, I know a lot of people who like firmly believe in courting. Right. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm not against it, but it's this uh, kind of a hard stance of of no, I don't date, I court. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then there's like a subtle a subtle shame if you do date. <laughs> but the yeah. thing about courting that's weird. I think I think courting is probably. Mm-hmm. It's probably great to be honest. If you're a teenager within mm-hmm. a household, I would right. say that because like <clears throat> courting, 
as far as I'm concerned, mm-hmm. every scenario I've seen it in personally in my life of other mm-hmm. people courting people is like you always have another person present, typically a parent of some sort. So it's like that's you're just awful. hanging out. That's awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's that's awful. Which is really great for times where you know you really want to open up with each other and right. share right. things, share personal things. Yeah. So um, like there, there's a change that needs to occur because a a good amount of this is 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 to be honest, it's a you have to stay a virgin until you're married, or the Lord will dump sulfurous fire upon right. you. Uh, and there was a lot of guilt and a lot of sh- 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 shame that came out of that because it was pitched as 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 you have to be this person or you y- you are not that good of a Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, in in it's that entire thing, even Chandler's Jesus, he Jesus takes the rose. It's in reaction to this idea of purity culture of of this thing is a gift that God's given. Which is true, mm-hmm. uh, and and that it it needs to be protected until it's given to a spouse. Again, s- still a hundred percent on there, mm-hmm. but the way they gave it is that a person is damaged, broken, and less desirable if they gave up this gift that is their virginity. Right. And that's where people got into a lot of the shame of that. It's mm-hmm. it was also the part of you know kissing dating goodbye. No, no, this isn't dating. Dating's just a thing that that the bad teenagers who wear jean jackets and wear <laughs> bandanas and they go and have sex, um, mm-hmm. but premarital sex, and they talk about it like, ah, do you want to have premarital sex? And they're like, yeah, because I do a pot as as well and you know like that kind of caricature of them yeah and, but courting though courtings that's for the true christians they court right and from from a a practical a definition i i get the thing they're trying to do they're trying to challenge the assumptions of dating and mm-hmm. what it means to date and i do think there is a problem of just like casual dating or just dating to date um yes for of, sure of just of just putting it all out there but at the same time they were the same thing like and i i don't <laughs> i know the definition that well, no courting's a little bit different it's not it's super not you're you mm. are spending time with a person to determine if this is a person that you you're interested in marrying mm-hmm. and, and i've been through this enough times that i've watched it go through a few iterations and un- previous it was this whole i'm courting i don't date and uh, now it's I'm talking, but I'm not dating. Mm-hmm. The, all of the, these these are all stupid. Wow. These are all stupid. Really getting into that mic. I Sorry. think, but they I, are. They're all stupid. I completely agree, and I I think it's really not black and white, and that's the problem that I think this creates as well. Is that you pit these things against each mm-hmm. other, and right. what it really should be is. How about you pray to God mm-hmm. and ask how right. he wants you to date or right. in court, whatever. Um, I What I've found to be the the best thing mm-hmm. is I don't think that you should even – you shouldn't date. Mm-hmm. Well, it's tough because if you don't know someone, like if you're on a dating app or something, mm-hmm. you can still do it. But like the thing that I've seen the most helpful in my life is – is being around that person in a pool of people mm-hmm. just right. you can determine whether or not that's someone you're interested in then mm-hmm. i believe dating should be solely um towards the mm-hmm. steps of marriage sure i i'm i guess the 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 play and you might push back on this and i'm fine with that i'm at a place also of i think it's okay to be early on in that step process because courting the assumptions are like mm-hmm. um you have to be deep in the process of no i know this is the person that i intend to marry mm-hmm. and uh, a thing they found out of this is that people didn't know how to even have a friendship to people of the opposite sex they said like well no guys can never talk to girls because there's always going to be right. this kind of sexual tension between them mm-hmm. what the heck yeah, what, it turns weird. it turns out we actually need friendships with the other gender yeah because i hey i'm a guy i like being a guy 
I think guys are pretty dope. Mm-hmm. If given the opportunity to set something on fire, we'll do it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you need a reasonable voice to come in and be like, why are you doing this? And now granted, sometimes that reasonable voice needs to understand that we're on the precipice of something cool and to just let it happen and we'll deal with the consequences later. Mm-hmm. But um, it's nice to have the reasonableness of the other gender come out every now and then. Mm-hmm. It gives some balance to the equation, uh, <laughs> which I appreciate. But but it, they, uh, they found that... the. Uh, this push that guys can never talk to girls unless they're courting mm-hmm. that it, it created this awkward kind of attention that anytime a guy talks to a girl it's because he's sexually interested in this girl mm-hmm. so yeah you can't have friendships anymore you're yeah. you're you can't friendships that's over you you're done with friends um and and that created a lot of problems and a lot of people because it added things on top of biblical um uh, uh, commands it, it created other steps and then isolated us by gender right yeah so which is not i mean it's not the way that god designed community to be no it's not no <laughs> nor in the women Bible are part of that. community like yeah. as guys they are a part of the community and just because i talk to a girl doesn't mean i'm trying to sleep with them mm-hmm. um yeah at 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 the same time though i i do appreciate that it did give this honor to dating that needed to be there uh, that it's not just this casual process, but it is taking a person on a date to figure out, do I want to spend time uh, with this person? Is this a person I could be with for longer than an hour and mm-hmm. eventually get to for the rest of my life? Mm-hmm. Um, right. And, and that's an important step that I think gets understated a lot. Is, yeah. But but I do think it's okay to go on dates, um, yeah. even if it's a date. I mean... Mm-hmm. I, I think I, that is okay. So I think that casual, yeah, casual dating is fine mm-hmm. as long as you casual, you understand, yeah. understand that there's a certain point where the moment you know you're not interested in them, mm-hmm. dip out, right, and be be honorable and respectful right. to them through that process. But that that's totally fine. You know, there's. Mm-hmm. There are things that you learn about a person when you spend more one-on-one time with them mm-hmm. that you don't know just from hanging out in groups as well. Mm-hmm. So that's the purpose. Is just yeah. I think if if you realize that it's not leading in that direction, right? That's totally fine. Right. Then tell them and right. dip out. Absolutely. Dip out is very that feels aggressive, but you dip out feels <laughs> as if like you don't tell them. Yeah. It feels you like you like, just ghost them. Just ghost them. <laughs> but. Bow but, out. How about that? I mean, that but better? do it in the name of the Lord. Bow Holy out. Ghost him. Yeah. Holy Ghost. <laughs> Say no, there's oh, a lot of things I'm that sorry, you're saying dating, in this episode that I'm, should not be allowed. I'm sorry. I'm dating Jesus instead. That's called Holy Ghosting someone. Um, no, it's not. It's this episode's not getting. I'm not with right? this guy. This episode's not, not going not out. We're gonna start guy. over, right? We're, um, no, no. But purity culture. It's it's. So it's been it's been talked about a ton over the past few years of as people they've been deconstructing their faith and they've actually brought up purity culture multiple times as mm-hmm. this a thing that that put in them a lot of doubt and a lot of shame and a lot of guilt. Mm-hmm. Um, so so to to I I do want to spend some time talking about it and I think one of the best passages to be able to talk about is going to come out of First Thessalonians chapter f- four verse three through. Seven as kind of the the kind of foundational crux of purity is actually really well stated in this passage. So, Caleb, yeah. do you want to give it a read for us? For sure. For this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you abstain from sexual immorality, that each one of you know how to control his own body in holiness and honor, not in the passion of lust like the Gentiles who do not know God, that no one transgress and wrong his brother in this matter. Because the Lord is an avenger in all these things, as we told you beforehand and solemnly warned you. For God has not called us for impurity, but in holiness. Okay, so purity culture. What I want to do is to be very careful to not go like, 
Oh, that's a cute baby there. That's a cute little. Oh, the little. Oh, the baby needs a bath, and you give him the baby bath, and the water's the water's dirty afterwards. So what do you do? You just take up the whole little thing. The baby's in there. Just chuck it all out the window. I don't want to throw the baby out with the bath water here because there are parts of purity culture that are super good yes. that we need to keep, and there are other parts we need to throw right out. Right. Um, and I think the. Something I've noticed is that um, in response to deconstructing faith and purity culture, you've had this kind of a movement that goes, therefore, I'm allowed to do whatever I want with my body, which in Jesus will still love me. Okay. Yes. Jesus will still love you. Mm Mm-hmm. But to just do whatever you desire with your body is an improper understanding of every ounce of scripture right. <laughs> yeah. that that, uh, that the gospel might actually be good news, including this part that tells us to abstain from sexual immorality. Mm-hmm. Um, so so I, Which honestly, I, I want to be careful to not throw the baby out in the bathwater here because that's mm-hmm. what's happening. Right, right, right. Uh, so, so as as far as purity culture goes, I mean, to be honest, the few things that it did that are super bad are it de-emphasized grace stupid hard. Mm-hmm. Um, grace, it was tossed down that yeah. it's and and to be honest, it was especially to uh, to, to the females. Mm-hmm. Um, there there was no grace to a a girl that screwed up. Mm-hmm. Um, they they were viewed as well. No, they gave away a thing that they can never get back. And I'm like, oh, okay, sure. I'll pre- I'll pretend that that occurred for a moment. Where was the condemning of the male who took it? Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah. that that guys guys are kind of described as just like well it's just their base instinct to do this and they can't help themselves or any of this and it's just that's what guys do <laughs> and that is so demeaning as a male to be. Uh, mm-hmm. Boiled down to just um, an ogre Jim Chad that has no brain of his own. That mm-hmm. might be too harsh. Whatever, we're leaving it in. Um, that just like yeah, this is what we do. We pick up heavy things and have sex with women. <laughs> and it's just like women, you have to guard your heart because we, you know, the men won't. Yeah, um, yeah. And and that is so demeaning to men mm-hmm. because it's an abdication of everything God's called us to do and it's the same dumb thing Adam did in Genesis 3 mm-hmm. where where man needed to grow a pair and actually stand up and do the right thing even though it was difficult mm-hmm. but they don't do that they just de-emphasize grace on behalf of just the woman to say like they gave it away and now they're trash mm-hmm. and, yeah and that is totally an unfair representation of the gospel. There's no grace in it. There's no gospel in it. And it devalues the, the, the people that God gave men to protect. Yeah. And men just stood by and said, Nope, sounds good to me. Yeah. And I've, I have a real problem on that part. Yeah. I mean, I think the, the key word that the scripture says is control his own body <clears throat> mm-hmm. and holiness and honor that we mm-hmm. need to have honor for one another, whether you're right. a guy or a girl, right? You, you're set apart um, mm-hmm. that you are Jesus's end. Right. And that means that you honor the other person right. as a daughter of the king or as a son of the king. Absolutely. Um, it goes both ways. Right. And and no one should be judged mm-hmm. um, like unequally, you know? Right. And judged in the first place, like I don't think that you should be doing that either because right. ultimately you there's many sins that all of us do, whether it's sexual right. or not. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. And and that's a huge point. I'm sorry I'm cutting you off. No, I, you're I, fine. I apologize. But that was a big thing is like I've gone through the, the uh, New Testament and the Old Testament. A word I don't find in there is protect your virginity. It's not in there because you don't have it. And I'm going to be as clear as I can on that. It's already gone. Mm-hmm. You're and 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 the standard of that is the Sermon on the Mount. Mm-hmm. If you can get through the first two two verses of the Sermon on the Mount and still be okay, then you're a liar. You're an absolute liar. The right. standard of sexual purity is: Have you had one a uh, impure thought? Mm-hmm. Because if you have, 
it's already gone. Yeah. And so the point of this isn't that um, t- to create this class of, well, I just haven't done this and I just haven't done this or, you know, I've only gone this far, but I haven't gone this far. It's totally different. Mm-hmm. Um, th- that's not the point. You've right. already screwed up. Yeah. And, and, and if that's true, if all of us have already screwed up, then if I'm thinking through it and I think of the, the, the things I've done and think, I need the grace of God, but I'm unwilling to extend that to another person, then that makes me in the wrong. I'm the judge, a mental person who doesn't have a grasp on the gospel that, that somehow their things are worse than my things, even though they're equal in the eyes of God. Yeah. There's, there's no, there's no way. Like if I'm looking back, and, and thinking on the first time I had mm-hmm. like a sexually impure thought. Right. It was probably when I was like 10 and I didn't even know how to control myself. Like 10. everyone is, like, whenever it 10. is. 10. Okay, Danny, you're so perfect. Oh, you're literally doing, like 10. doing exactly what you're talking about. How old are you when you're 10? I don't know. I grew up in a different era than you. Yeah, and it's very true. Our cartoons were better. Okay. I've, I've watched all the 90s cartoons. Okay. And they are better. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so you know. Like, <laughs> but anyways, getting back to my point. There was um, no time to have sex or have impure thoughts. The X-Men needed my help. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> like, there's nothing you can do. My point is, it's going to happen no matter what. And and that's kind of what mm-hmm. Jesus is alluding to, is that we are unclean as right. a people. Um, there's nothing we can right. do about that. You, right. We are dead in our sin. Right. Um, so for us to... To judge someone else mm-hmm. is is just dumb. But their sin's not nearly as bad as my sin. Mm-hmm. No, other way, my sin's not nearly as bad as their sin. Yeah, like that. That was the part. In <laughs> and even me, I I've I've preached that before. There was actually a message I preached that now I I can stare back on and go like, you you were lazy in that message because you you, you took a thing that you knew would get a reaction and drive a point home but at what cost i mean mm-hmm. you know that that idea of taking a flower and and, and kind of like punching it or any of that and saying it's like this is what happens is if you pass around to all the people now now the, the i got really convicted by this the day a person kind of pointed that out and and told me like okay imagine for a moment you're that person and you've screwed up mm-hmm. and it made a mistake and you don't even know that you like it just happened and it you, you, stuff started going and you're you're going and the checks are not in place and 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 then at the end of that you go back to church a place that it needs to be a place to be able to, to talk about this stuff to grow closer to God to say like hey I screwed up and I need the grace of God and mm-hmm. they do this thing and they pass this thing around and say, who would want this? Mm-hmm. And you know they're talking about you. Mm-hmm. That when, when you put a face on it, yeah, then it becomes really not okay really fast to stare mm-hmm. at a part because it's okay to take an inanimate object and say, who would want you? You're mm-hmm. an inanimate object. No one. It doesn't matter. You, you, I, I will not see you in heaven. You won't make it. You're inanimate. Right. Um, but to stare at another person, to stare, if if I can't stare another person in the face and say, who would want you? Mm-hmm. And say their name and stare them in the eye and say, who would want you? Yeah. Then I shouldn't preach that sermon. Yeah. Exactly. And I think that there, it's crazy that this, this, even happened mm-hmm. because there's, there's well, multiple like, stories in the Bible that mm-hmm. completely contradict that. Right. What is it? Gomez? Is that her name? It's um, one of them. And where she's a prostitute and God calls this guy to pursue her. Um, mm-hmm. And that is what Christ, <clears throat> that's who mm-hmm. Christ is. He pursues right. who the prostitute. And yeah. when, when, especially, especially Old Testament prophets, when he's talking about the prostitute, he's saying a shocking thing to say, hey, church, that's you. You're the prostitute. Yeah. And and it's it, and not just in a sexual kind of a sense, but in a grander spiritual aspect of there are other gods that y- you have flirted with and gotten bed with and became intimate. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and God still brings them back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, and it's not to say that let, like we were talking about mm-hmm. before, that doesn't mean that if you, that doesn't mean you can do anything you want. Right. There's, there's consequences when right. you, when you do stuff like that, your future spouse will feel hurt. That's mm-hmm. just, that's just the matter. Mm-hmm. The fact is that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but that does not mean that there is no grace for you mm-hmm. or that that relationship won't work yeah. out. And, and that the, ultimately the thing is, I, I believe that sex and marriage mm-hmm. um, are obviously made for each other. And mm-hmm. when that is in the right context, it's not going to compare right. um, to all right. those past experiences. It's going right. to be a different it's going to be holy. It's going to be different. Right. And it's spiritually different. It is going to be physically different. It's it's all God right. made marriage to be something that is beautiful, right. no matter what your past is. Well, I th- I think part of the issue of purity culture is that it turned this prize of having good married kind of intercourse into the goal. And actually, biblically, that's not the case. Mm-hmm. And I've talked to married couples sometimes the sex is bad. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the sex is bad or you're not in the mood or don't want to have sex. Okay, fine. As, as married couples, these are things that they struggle through. But the right. idea is, is that this is a, 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 a kind of a type and a sh- sh- shadow of a greater glory that is to come by being in the presence right. of God and being the bride of Christ. That this is a, a communion of two people that have bonded together where you can't tell where one person starts and the other ends and any of that, but that they they are together as one flesh. Right. It is a a a a, a testimony to the greater union we will have with Christ as the church. Mm -hmm. So, so the goal, I think purity culture made the goal to have sex, right? Um, For sure. When the grander goal is to be Mm -hmm. with Christ. Yeah. You have a whole, a whole marriage to worry Mm -hmm. about beside, I think. And it (laughs) makes, what is sex? Like probably if you put it in a lifetime of marriage, I mean, it's going to be barely 1% of probably what your time is going to be spent with that person. So like, I mean, I guess it depends on the person. (laughs) If it's 50% of the time, that's impressive. (laughs) No, that's exhausting. (laughs) It is. But my point is, and I I think that's kind of the shadow of the verse (laughs) where Paul talks about, um, you know, if you, if Mm -hmm. you're burning with Mm -hmm. passions or whatever, then you should be married. Um, I think that that's kind of the misinterpretation of that verse is, mm-hmm. is that, Oh, I'm just marrying because I need to have sex right. and, and I should just find someone to do that with. Right. And that's not, that's not the case. Yeah. And no, Paul's calling them an idiot. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you're burning with passion, sure. Go ahead. Cause you're dumb. Like mm-hmm. you're, you will screw this up. So, which there, there's truth to that verse. Like for sure. If you, mm-hmm. but that does not mean that you you don't have intentionality into who you're marrying and to mm-hmm. what that relationship is going to be outside of sex. Oh, yeah, it's Corinthians. Paul's definitely calling them dumb. <laughs> yeah. Paul, Paul, go through every chapter in First Corinthians and just go, you know, pretend that you're Paul, and at the end of every paragraph, go these idiots. Like, you know, just, <laughs> and and tonally, you're probably pretty close to what Paul was trying to achieve by like and. But if anyone loves God, he's known by God. These idiots. Uh, like, just that's that's honestly the tone in there. Yeah. There's a point. Sorry, this is an aside. There's there's a book I was going through. It was a really good commentary. I read it for fun, as if it was a normal book. Um, it talks about just how sarcastic Paul's weird being. pastor flex. Right. Uh, it's a socio rhetorical commentary on the book of First and Second Corinthians. Uh, mm-hmm. It's phenomenal, uh, but it, but he's talking about just how sarcastic Paul's being because he's saying he's like, "Now I know that my faith is not as strong as your faith." <laughs> like Paul, you you have to keep in mind, Paul is saying this. Like I, my mm-hmm. my faith is not nearly as strong as yours to be able to eat meat sacrificed foreign gods. Um, mm-hmm. So for my sake, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just 
they, they, if if the end all be all is like I just need to have sex, then you've missed the point because there are, there are days that the sex is bad mm-hmm. and it's not going to f- 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 fulfill a person, right? Even if they're burning in passions or not, it's yeah. actually a better indicator that you need to control those passions or they will control you to crucify the flesh instead of of just give in to it and speed Mm -hmm. things along because I just can't control myself. Well, that's called a lack of self-control. Yeah. uh, And it's never, it is definitely not a fruit of the spirit. Um, In fact, it's a, it's a, I can't think of the opposite of a fruit of the spirit. Yeah. A vegetable of the spirit. What's the opposite of the fruit? The fruit would be. I guess it's not of no the spirit. Fruit. I guess it would be the fruit of It'd be not the, the absence spirit. of fruit. It'd be the f- 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 fruit of the flesh. I guess that is exactly yeah. what they say in there too. <laughs> Can we play that like clown music right now? <laughs> That's literally big brain. Big brain. <laughs> yeah. No, I talked myself into scripture. Oh yeah, someone actually said it a lot better than I did. But good work, idiot. Yeah, I mean. A marriage absent of Jesus is not going to be mm-hmm. a good marriage because right. that's that's what you need is is mm-hmm. sanctification and and I think that's the beautiful part of marriage is that mm-hmm. it's another person you get to spend your life with mm-hmm. and they can point things out that you might not see and yeah and you can grow in Jesus yep. and have someone to help you mm-hmm. and sharpen you and not one hundred percent about the sex right. Yeah, it's. I mean, that's just part of it. Is you and it's it is a blessing intended by God to yes. those that are married in the proper context. It is intended to be a blessing and a gift. Um, the the uh, I've I've heard it explained that the things the body endures during the act are so stressful and strenuous that if it wasn't immeasurably fun the human race would have died out years ago like uh, <laughs> the i mean the heart is like it it's essentially having a heart attack and exhausting yourself at the same time but mm-hmm. you're like i will risk death for <laughs> this thing that god created to be good you know yeah. um so so <laughs> i don't know why i'm there i apologize um so 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 I do think though that kind of thing that you brought up is is important. It's about the coming together and holding each other up. You know, purity is important, and there's also grace to those, which is all of us that have messed it up. There's absolute grace and gospel to that. Um, and I've just, I, you know, this has gotten into a few of the debates of of just like, well, we should just teach guys not to lust, right? And I'm like. Yeah. Again, you're not wrong, mm-hmm. but like, dang, it you goes know? it goes like, both ways. Dang, like, yeah. like no, now I'm I'm gonna be very clear because I'm gonna really, I'm not tactful today. This is gonna end poorly, so let's just go for it. Um, you know, we, both of us are in Florida. I was a youth pastor in Florida, mm-hmm. so the bathing. S- suit debate got brought up all the time and just as culture progressed towards like post purity culture it got into a good amount of I should be able to just put on anything and guys just need to know to not, to not actually stare and do all that I'm like mm-hmm. you're 100% correct they should not do that mm-hmm. they shouldn't well they just need to be taught not to do that yeah you. Right. yes absolutely and I think it is unfair to put all of the burden on females. I absolutely think that is unfair to say, mm-hmm. well, if you stop dressing like a slut, mm-hmm. then guys will finally be able to behave. So like in no uncertain terms, mm-hmm. am I allowed to say slut? <laughs> I don't you know. did. So we're, we're going, here. That's twice. We're here. We're going for it. Uh, in no uncertain terms, guys, you need to get your crap together. Mm-hmm. Um, be men not boys i am tired of grown men behaving just like stupid boys that can't control themselves you are men of god who are intended to be the spiritual guides and protect them and instead it's just by ogling them you're taking advantage of them and it's time to man up and be men of god so Mm -hmm. i I don't know how much more clear I can be about that. I, I've I've had that stance for most of the time I, w- I was a youth pastor. Uh, I 
there that there have been a couple guys that we were it was a beach day gosh i still i still it blew my mind that this kid did this um he came up to me and said like as as a girl had gone by in a two piece and 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 this dude his jaw dropped and he went uh, <laughs> and then he goes and i'm just like dumbfounded cuz i'm i'm he's standing yeah. next to me right and i'm just like <laughs> And and then I'm just like, yo, what now? And he goes, dude, she's hot. And I'm like, okay, first of all, she's 14. Like, so I don't care. Like, she, yeah. she, she is 14. So second of all, you should go for it. And here's why. Her dad will kill you. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. And and I was just like, dude, I'm right here. He's like, what? She's hot. And I was just like, nah, we going for it now. And I just like railed on this guy. Like, no, 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 no. We don't do that here. That's that's totally inappropriate to just ogle a person like that. For da, 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 da. And I've done that mm-hmm. multiple times. And I've just gone like, well, these, if they would just put on turtlenecks, we wouldn't have to have these conversations. Which, I mean, we look back in history. Did that help men at all? No. Yeah. Turtlenecks are hot. That that's too far. Sorry, that's I think, yeah. But but the point is, right? We we need to act like a team. Right. There's there's wrongs on both sides. Right. We we can. I mean, should women Mm -hmm. be dressing with their butt hanging out of their pants? Probably not. No. You if you want to be helpful to your brother, should guys? uh, You know, should we hold guys to a higher standard, a higher biblical standard? Hundred percent. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um. And there's there's room for growth. Yeah, and ab- absolutely. Like, and and I guess that's the point I was trying to get at is like we we both instead of just going it's like well I need to be able to do whatever I'm interested in doing, both parties n- need to be able to say what can I do to hold up my brother and s- sister in Christ so that both of us can do that thing it tells us in First Thessalonians of pursue. S- sanctification if if that is our goal then what can i do to encourage them in that and to not cause them to stumble Mm -hmm. and and you know guys to be honest that's kind of the same thing i know not me but like others have just they they got the gym thing going on and find crazy dumb excuses to take a shirt off yeah and it's it's weird it's weird Mm -hmm. every single time like Oh, I'm gonna walk home. <laughs> like, no, stop it. You know yeah. what you're doing. Yeah, the clothing thing goes both ways too. That's, put, that's another factor. Put a shirt on, scooter. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> because if that's causing others to fall into a similar temptation, then we need to be okay to pursue purity as the body of Christ together right. instead of going, well, I should be able to just put on anything I'm interested in putting on, and you just have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Find me that sentiment in the Bible in a positive way, and I will back down. But it, it's not in there. It just isn't in there. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I've I've just I've had that argument, and I've I know people that have said like, well, you just need to teach guys to not go and have impure thoughts. We've been set. We've been trying for six thousand years. Like we've been trying. We're trying. So. Yeah. I think until it gets to a point of all of all of us saying like I'm okay working with each other to spur each other on towards purity. Right. Um that all of us are going together instead of going against each other that that this becomes better. Yeah. I mean it's it's intended to be the body of Christ in the community together. It's not just this um well, girls can't put on two pieces or they're sinners. Now, I I had a standard that I did apply as, as a youth pastor there. As a side note, if a girl broke it, guess who wasn't going to tell him? This guy. Mm. That's why we had female leaders because I'm not going to go up to the 14-year-old girl and be like, excuse me, but I've noticed that your bathing suit is too revealing. Mm-hmm. You're calling the police. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, like that... I'm not, I'm not you yeah. get a female leader you know what I mean don't yeah don't be that guy that's like I need to measure these shorts be sure they're past your fingertips like that's get someone else homie um, but the standard I kept it was that um, you know it's Florida and Florida is a different culture there are mm-hmm. beaches all over the place there's a bit more skin than normal uh, than Iowa 
I don't know why people I'm, are pasty I, white. I don't know why I'm picking on <laughs> Iowa, but we're gonna pick on Iowa. Um, so if it was kind of a social gathering, um, two pieces were allowed. Mm-hmm. Now, now, granted, I there, I was positive to like check the boys, like you know, don't, don't, don't. you know, like don't. Um, mm-hmm. it, if it was a mission trip, no, you had to put on a rash guard or something else because you're it's a different standard it's a different culture yeah um in and, and this came about this especially kind of, uh, kind of the social gathering it came about because there was a pool day where a person invited their friends um to to a a, a, a pool day at a person's house they yeah they were excited they invited five of their friends who were unchurched people mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll be honest they were um, in a bit more revealing bathing suit. Mm-hmm. And um, what ended up happening is there was the group of girls that came and then there was the church folks and there was a lot of whispering and a lot of talking. And I was just like, this is not okay. Yeah. Um, right. That's, that's not, that's not okay. Mm-hmm. To just stand back and judge a person because I can't believe they put on a two piece. Yeah, it's a church event. Don't they know Jesus? No, they don't. Yeah. So, eat it. Yeah, I I think that's. I mean, that's just a whole another topic when it comes to this stuff. Is mm-hmm. you should never judge, um, <laughs> or not judge. You should never apply your standards, right? The biblical standards to right. someone who does not follow Jesus, right? You can. I mean, it's just, right. it, it it's going to end up like that. Yeah. It's going to end up um, segregated yeah. and, and unkind. And those girls never, in, including the girl who did attend previously, never came again. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you get to that point of you're up, you're angry, and you're not even positive what to do, and you just kind of take it and swallow it because right. you're not really positive what to do with it. But it, it gets in there and it changes things. And yeah. this changed a lot for me. It was to watch a group of people, um, a few of them who I was intimately understanding of their own personal struggles through through a lot of the sexual sins, judge someone else because they wore a two-piece to a pool. Yeah. I'm like, I, I don't know. It kind of made me... It made me sick a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. So that changed. That changed a lot for me. Yeah. Because I think, on on that it is on the Christian to be better. Mm-hmm. Um to be able to like have a conversation and not fall into a trap of of just like I can't talk to them or I'll fall into lust. Well, that's not their problem as a whole. It's our r- r- responsibility together, but that's right. not their problem, that's yours. Right. Ultimately, as Christians, we should walk in a way that is glorifying to God, whether yep. that's what we wear, what right. we do, or what we say. Right. Um, it should glorify God, mm-hmm. and, and that includes not pushing God's standards on someone who mm-hmm. is not right. following Him. Right. We we should like we should for sure know that God what God wants mm-hmm. for us. Is is better than what they are probably pursuing mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, um, but that does not mean we we apply our things to them. Mm-hmm. We show them the love well, of Jesus first, or expect them to uh, to follow them. Because I I do think the commands of God are like you know they're not just well only Christians have to do these. Like no, this is how it was intended to be for all mankind. For sure, but, exactly. But I can't expect them to understand it if they haven't even come in the door of mm-hmm. understanding the gospel first or it's all gospel, but Jesus, understanding the basis of the gospel yeah. before applying it to the bathing suit they put on. It comes from personal conviction. The only mm-hmm. way that happens is with a relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that's the only way it's going to happen and them not be hurt by it, mm-hmm. by you bringing up something mm-hmm. is that they need right. to know Jesus themselves. Right. But I mean, I mean the other part though that I did bring up is, is just this, um, this other kind of sentiment of, of I don't 
need to help out a struggling brother in Christ because I should be able to do anything I want. I think that's equally as dangerous of, of just going, no, I, 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 as a, as a Christian, as a God fearing Christian, I need to be able to put on just, you know, I, I, I heard a girl say this, her and I have gotten along 0% of the time. Uh, but she said like, we should be able to go out there completely buck naked and, and guys not fall into lust. I'm like, well then you're a temptress. And I mean, uh, the, you know that type of attitude is just—it's just very selfish in the other direction. Mm-hmm. It's purity culture, but the other end of the pendulum. It's—it's mm-hmm. it's, instead of putting it all on the female, it puts it all on the male. And in actuality, it needs to be a coming together to say, "Hey, we are all going to pursue Christ and pursue purity together to hold each other up, to hold each other accountable, yeah. to grow closer to Christ in this." Because this idea of purity is a gift out of God and there's grace to all of us that have messed it up. Mm-hmm. And if I can't stand in that grace and in that gospel and then I don't actually think I'm pursuing the best thing, right. I'm just pursuing a byproduct of it. Right. For sure. Oh. So purity culture, can we not throw out purity culture in its entirety because yeah. who's going to say throwing out purity is a good thing? Yeah, Actually, I mean, people purity do. culture. People absolutely do. Never mind. I don't know. I think that we should just freaking follow what the Bible says. I, I don't care. That's what I've said about Platt's book, Radical. It's not radical. Yeah. It's just he spent eight chapters going, to do the thing the Bible says. Yep, exactly. Exactly. And I'm like, what are the other 174 pages? Like, you, you didn't need 175 pages to say that. A David, you're like, you didn't, you didn't need all of them pages. Just say like the Bible. Just do, do the thing. Right. Do the Bible thing. <laughs> so, I, yep. I've appreciated that. Um, Church culture often just gets in the way of the actual gospel, which is, yeah, just the reality of things now. I had, gosh, I had one more thing, and I totally forgot what it was. It was really funny. Oh well. Dang. I know. That was a really weird way to just drag the energy of the podcast down right at the end, though. <laughs> hey, Caleb, as I'm um, trying to think of this funny thing in my head, which I hope I get back to, uh-huh. if they have questions uh, about purity cult, no. Um, yes. How can they contact us for whatever reason they would like? You can go to thegospelatpost.com slash nobody special, and on that page, you'll find a form where you can ask us questions or say hello. Um, whether that's about purity culture, whether that's about Jesus, whether that's about anything. Oh, I thought Just you were going for a comedic uh, three here, and I'm like, oh, what's it going to be? <laughs> no, <laughs> I was not. We need a slide whistle noise. <laughs> that would be great. That's a, There's a lot of moments like that in our podcast. We're going to get I'm going to invest in a soundboard. Oh gosh, we can't be one of those. That's like that's like the radio show, though. No, that is PewDiePie, who I would say has a very successful model. Okay, I don't. Whatever. That man hasn't like hired anyone. That's what I don't understand. He's one of the most subscribed people on YouTube. He's he's still just doing the same thing. Yep. It's crazy. Sorry. Anyway, you can also ask us questions. Well, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Nobody Special Podcast. And that's a good way to just keep up to date with what we're posting um, or stuff. And then you can also comment or DM us there and ask us questions or say hello there as well. Um, I think that that's it. Oh, YouTube. Go to YouTube. Like, subscribe if you want to see our faces, Mm -hmm. Um, which I don't know why you would, but go do it. beautiful. And then you can comment there as well. Caleb and I appreciate uh, all... all all the shares of our posts and telling other people about it. This is a show that you're interested in and want it to keep going. Share the post or I swear we will end this podcast immediately. Wow. Too much? Too hard? Yeah, it's a little bit rough. A little hard? Uh, Please share the post if you feel like it. Mm, There you go. We'll end it. End it. Uh, What happens when no one shares it, huh? I get my Thursday nights back. No, I'm oh sorry. Too far. <laughs> Danny is honestly has a skewed we, mindset towards this podcast. We all of a sudden, haven't 
done this in a month and I am just getting all the jokes out that I normally say before we do. <laughs> this is this is salty Danny tonight. He's this honestly on edge. This is not even oh, raw. This is not on edge. That's the sad part. <laughs> yeah, that's true. This is premeditated Danny. So well Caleb, I I Caleb, all joking aside, mm-hmm. I enjoy doing this podcast yes, with you. Yes. And I'm glad you're back. Thank you. I'm no. glad you're back. No, I'm glad you're back. No, I'm glad you're back. Okay. I'm okay. Yes, sir. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um, uh, but that. Sorry. Do you have any final? No, joke? I was about to take your line. I was going to say that. All right. Well, we're dragging this on. Going. So I think that's going to do it for us today. Yes, so I'm is. Danny. And I'm Caleb. And we are Nobody, Nobody Special. Special.